0: Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure to be with you. This is our guest segment, and we're joined by John Wayne. And we're going to be getting into a whole plethora of things. I'm going to be talking to a number of guests, and I've already started that process with Celeste on the TV, .tv, thecommonsenshow.tv, Sarah Westall uh, in an interview that came out this morning, Paul Preston I'm interviewing on TV tomorrow, and John Wayne, and we're all loosely talking about the same thing, the preparing for invading America. And uh, this is not hyperbole, folks. This isn't fear porn. This is where the data has taken us, and I've got confirmation nine times Sunday, and my colleagues are getting the same thing. And you're going to hear that in today's broadcast with John. It's just each person I talk to has a different, it's kinda like asking a blind man, what does an elephant look like? Well, he touches the leg, he goes, he got big legs. Touches the trunk, he's got a big trunk. Touches the floppy ears, he's got floppy ears. They're all describing accurately what they're seeing, uh, but a lot of people that are my colleagues are seeing, you know, areas that differ from each other, but the theme and the direction are the same. The destruction of the United States and the murder of as many Americans as possible. We're going to go to John on that in just a moment. But first I need to do some due diligence. I no longer look at what I do at the beginning of these shows is advertising. I look at it as public service. I turn down advertising to bring products to my audience that I think they're going to likely need and some products that could actually save their financial future and in some cases even save their life. Okay, so here we go. Number one, uh, you need to have storable food. The food supply is under attack. And even the UN has acknowledged now about the food shortages. They did so yesterday. And we're seeing day after day, more proof that your food supply is in danger. They're gonna ration it back to you in the form that they want to. And that's if you can get it at all, because if you're an undesirable, well, you know how that's gonna work. So you need to take yourself outside the system. You say, well, how do I know if I'm in the system, out of the system? Do you wanna depend on these people? That's that's what I ask people. Do you really want to depend on Kamala Harris and Joe Biden? I don't think so. So you need to be independent. And the way you do that is to go to preparewithdave.com. You get 25 year shelf life, 2000 calories, restaurant quality food, lots of diversity, and a 25% off sale, the four week emergency package. And you're saying, oh, I need more in four weeks. Yeah, I know. You can order four week one, four week two, and enjoy that 25% off all the way through preparewithdave.com is where you need to go this is your number one need right now number two need is communication there is a drill that's going to happen on august 11th it's a cyber grid takedown drill all communications will be simulated to be down now i don't think they're taking all the communications down i don't think that's part of the drill but that is an active practice part of the drill and if the government's worried about it shouldn't you be what if your family's scattered throughout a city during the course of a day? Kids are in school, your spouse is at work, your your mom is out shopping. How are you gonna communicate? They take everything down. Well, if you have a sat phone, they can't stop it. And this is why I'm proud to represent the Satellite Phone Store. They, these guys um, are fantastic. We have an ad, <clears throat> excuse me, at the top of the show.com page, and you can see all about it. But uh, you can also call them and talk to them. This is the only communication you're gonna have that will survive a takedown. Plus, if you're in a remote area and in trouble without cell communication, you'll have satellite. Pretty compelling reasons, and I pay one fourth the cost for sat that I do for my cell, one fourth. And of course, everybody in your family has to have it, or what's the point, right? But I'm telling you folks, there is a point. Communication is important. I asked John Moore one time, the great Green Beret decorated hero of Vietnam, he was on my show and i said john what was your scariest moment in combat he said when we lost communications call them 855-980-5830 5830 the ad is also at the top of our homepage page on our website final product that i think you need for survival you're going to need to land on your feet assuming we get through the war the civil war the civil disruption the terrorism the economic takedown which is definitely coming it's already started biden says we've got inflation under control well the fed came out yesterday and said it's at a 13-year high and they don't count the price of gas and the price of food like we don't have to drive to work or eat ladies and gentlemen the signs are there the hyperinflation is on its way and you're not going to be able to get any of these products particularly the food so how can you shield yourself and have a softer landing on the other side Because the other side will come out of this, the survivors will have an economy. And what will that economy be based on? It'll be digital, but it'll also be gold-based. No one's ever gonna be able to get rid of gold. And Noble Gold can bulletproof your IRAs, your 401ks, and move your assets around so you're less at risk. And if you land on the other side with say 70% of your assets, and other people land around you with 10% of their assets, guess who the rich kid on the block is? That's why you wanna call Noble Gold if you have assets to protect. 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. John, sorry about the long intro, but I think the time is really close that we have to get people thinking preparation in many different areas.
1: No, there's no reason to apologize, Dave, but you're absolutely right. Uh, the situation is deteriorating quickly, uh, uh, you know, stateside and uh, globally. Globally more so, I believe, up to a certain extent, but stateside even more so than what we'd seen in the sure, past. Sure. We're a target, John, because as Ronald Reagan
0: said, we're the last bastion of freedom. If America goes, the planet goes. And that's
1: why they're focusing so much attention on us that's right you know and um, you've spoken about it a lot the fifth column elements that are present within the country I've spoken upon it uh, this thing known as gray terror um, all of this stuff that's leading into a form of commu-fascist socialistic dictatorial rule by tyranny and we can't the, the country cannot have this and allow and a for this to happen I really do I pray for the country but I do I pray for the whole entire world and humanity in itself I mean there, this, this is nothing more than an all-out assault on the human species. The entire race of humanity is under attack right now by uh, oligarchical. Uh, I don't. You, uh, you can't even call them human subhumans that want to eradicate uh, three quarters of the population. You know, and they're doing it in such a way through how with you know especially we got to talk about this is uh south africa and everything tied into that but you know we've seen these proxies take place time and time and time again the most the well i mean the arab spring 2011 through 2013 uh, and getting uh the situation the proxy going on in syria you know and then isis and You know, this is a calculated plan that's been laid forth for a long time, but to see it being executed and them being able to get away with so many things flawlessly, that is frightening. That's very frightening. It seems as if there's no rule of law for uh, usurpation of the United States from within. It's, It's frightening.
0: Well, it is truly frightening, but the bottom line is, is we're not without options. But what, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the other side doesn't want to communicate so we can launch options. And uh, that was an evidence when the, the DNC announced they're making every attempt to, to censor your text messages. They, they don't think mm-hmm. that controlling big tech is enough. They don't want you telling each other what's going on. And listen, if they weren't up to no good, if they weren't doing Satan's work, why would they have to worry about what we tell each other?
1: Exactly. Well, you know, I mean, they know that they have committed some extremely heinous crimes uh, upon this country and its people, and not only this country and its people, but many other people around the world. Um, I mean, this would make uh, Nuremberg look as if it was a minute, a minor occurrence in history. What they have done Is five times comparative to what happened in World War two and what they plan to do if they get their way humanity will not come back from any of this well the
0: Bible says that if the Lord didn't return you know all of us would perish
1: that's right there'd be no flesh left alive
0: so uh, your analysis cannot be argued with from a a biblical point of view Uh, I I just I scratch my head That more people just aren't seeing this. Now, I will say this, John. I have literally heard from every one of my contacts in the last four or five days. That I mean, people uh, that give me information in different avenues. And and also my colleagues in this business, like yourself. uh, I've I've heard from just about everybody. My phone has been ringing off the hook. So those in the know see what's coming. All of us can't Mm -hmm. be crazy. We can't all be looking at differential facts and arriving at the same conclusions without even talking to each other so clearly um subjugation is afoot let's go into south africa though tell me what you know about what's happening there because i think it's a first um, step towards world war
1: well i I believe absolutely, absolutely without a doubt it's a step towards world war. It's like I said, I believe it's another proxy that's being executed in such a way. You know, I mean, there is, you know, we know of apartheid and apartheid has been taking place for quite some time in South Africa, Southeast Africa. Um, But what this is being done and how it's being used is to completely formally destabilize, destabilize an area as we've seen in Syria, as what we're seeing with the Southern border here in the United States but this is to the point where people are so impoverished i i don't remember how long ago it was but they were saying well there's x amount of days to day 0 where south uh, where it was uh, south africa i can't remember the name of the town down there it might be cape town it was going to be out of any drinkable uh, potable water that I was heard a couple it was years Soweto. ago yeah, you know somewhere down there i'm not yeah, that I, I geog- geographically um, the fact is the on. events occurring Yes. You know, so this was two years ago I was hearing this. So now, you know, the video that I'd seen coming out from now, I mean, there's a lot of videos where you have uh, a municipality of police, the locals literally standing guard at one end of a bridge with shotguns, basically, I mean, maybe a few rifles in the mix, trying to hold off an absolutely advancing horde of people out to pillage uh, loot, uh, murder, I mean, you you name it. That's what they want to have happen here, Dave. I mean, like I've said, I've said for a long time that South Africa is a blueprint as what Venezuela is a bl- blueprint for as well to the formal destruction and/ or decapitation of the United States of America.
0: Well I, I, I say that again, say the exact phrase, I want to break it down.
1: I think that what's going on in South Africa is a preamble to what's going to take place here in the United States, the same as what it is with what was taking place and still continues to take place in Venezuela. That those two incidences, these two areas of the world were used to formulate a conjectured plan to destabilize and utterly destroy the United States of America. Interesting really interesting. I I think you're right on the money. Um, well, I mean, look look at Chavez. Uh, now, uh, this Bolsonaro, I believe that's his name, right, in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Now he's laid up in a hospital, if I'm not mistaken. I just, I mean, I just saw a blurb of a headline. I don't have the time to read every single thing I come across in a day. But, you know, we're seeing major power plays being done to fracture the internal Parts of this country, but not only the internal parts of this country, but this country is also in the process of being surrounded. Uh, The Canadian border is still closed. Um, We know what's coming up from South America and in up through our southern border, which is 194 plus different countries, not just South Americans. Um, And, you know, this situation with the Haitian president being assassinated and now all the other formal uprising in Cuba. And I'll give it to you, Dave. Um, I don't know
0: where to start in all that. Uh, first of all, it's not just the Haitian president. There's been several presidents now that have been uh, murdered. Um, and, I, you know, re- the world's being told, it's funny. It's kind of like the globalists are saying, which lie can we tell the people that will be the least damaging? They don't want to impugn vaccine resistance. I mean, uh, uh, enable it. But that's what they've chosen to do. The story that's leaked is, gee, they, they, they didn't want to distribute the vaccine to their people, so we had to kill them. Uh, no, that's not why they did it. What they were telling yeah. the Chinese was, get the hell out of here. You are not using our country as a base of operations from which to invade the United States. It's yeah, an amphibious right. planned invasion. And and listen, I, I talked to Paul Preston today. We, we have same information, uh, different sources. And we have arrived at that conclusion. Absolutely. Um, Now, uh, like I said, we're looking at point A here. And we could go B, C, D, triple Z. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: There are so many options
0: here. But these these presidents were murdered uh, by Chinese forces because they would not allow for an amphibious invasion launching from their country. Mostly, they just don't want to get nuked. It's not that they're loyal to the U.S. They they don't want to get nuked.
1: Right. You know, um, the the situation in Cuba, it's almost kind of starting to sound like it's going to be Bay of Pigs 2.0, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, Now Russia is saying, well, you know, we're going to come to the aid of Cuba, United States. You just kind of do what you've been doing and stay the hell away, you know, so... This is it this is literally the pream well I mean I don't know World War three has been going on since uh, September 11th 2001. I, I firmly formally believe in my own uh, synopsis from what I'm seeing. Um, it hasn't went totally hot yet, but it's well on its way to getting there. Um, you know other flashpoints around the world uh, India you were telling me something about India there and uh, China. Indian Ocean, and it's it's interesting to see all of this being set up for how it's going to be. I mean, it's almost as if we're sitting here, and it was I don't know what would it be, maybe four or five months before uh, December seventh, nineteen forty-one. You know, all the same motions are being played right now in many aspects, uh, geo, well, globally, right? Yes, but the military engages the military destabilization wasn't to the forms of what we're seeing in our modern day and age. I mean, this is uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess to quote Einstein, I don't know what World War Three will be fought with, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. But so let's sum
0: up what we've we've done so far. South Africa is being destabilized. Uh, And and I will tell you, China is setting up a base of operations there. They already have forces there. They've been stealing uh, the land of the white farmers in combination with
1: the ANC. Djibouti, they've got a big port. I just want to mention that. Go ahead.
0: Exactly. Yeah, they do. Uh, The Belt and Road Initiative is alive and well, and that's their foothold into invading the continent. That's going to be their main base of operations, although they're located in their places. So we got that. We got the fact that uh, uh, Venezuela to Cuba, to Haiti, to the Dominican Republic, which is having trouble, to Puerto Rico, which is having trouble. That's an act of war, by the way. They're, de- they're trying to destabilize Puerto Rico. And that's amphibious invasion stuff. And mm-hmm. leaders are being killed because they won't cooperate with the Chinese. Um, now, the other thing I'll tell you this, uh, and, and I, I said this a few months ago, and no one wanted to react to it um, in terms of the, uh, the audience. I said that El Salvador had been turned and Trump, before he left office, used Southcom to militarize them and to block a, uh, an invasion into Red Dawn territory. And uh, that was just one. Guatemala is another. And we still have troops that will not answer to Trump that are in the near the Darien gra- uh, Gap by Colombia. And that's the only way into Central America for Venezuela, Bolivia, Paraguay, and the forces that would comprise a Red Dawn invasion force the red dawn invasion force is limited to what the chinese can stick into the northern states of mexico under debaca who's under indictment to be arrested by the federal government if he pokes his head outside his state he's got sovereign he's got immunity until he does they do have uh, light infantry trained cartel by the chinese they got chinese troops but they don't have enough and what people don't realize john is this is why uh, china had to go into british columbia they realized their ability to use Red Dawn to invade through the southern border was being limited, and AMLO is blocking it every step of the way, so they went to British Columbia. And, right. and, and this is why we see the buildup there of Chinese forces in British Columbia. They're going to be crossing that border in force where they had planned to do that in the southern border.
1: Well, God forbid I ever see a green helmet with a red star on it on my streets here within this country. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I believe you, you know with all this, how we are putting this together, and many other folks see this for what it really is. Uh, the country is being set up to be overtaken, overthrown, um, and it's you know uh, what is it? George Washington and the three perils of which this country would face. First was the Revolutionary War. Second was the Civil War. The third peril. Well, my goodness, we're uh, getting ready to step head along into it. And I I don't want any of this to happen. Um, I don't believe any citizen of any country wants any such thing to happen. You know, I don't I don't know how these Antifa goons and thugs think they're going to, you know, how long they're how they're going to get along with the Chinese military. But, you know, it's interesting to see all this. You know, I wanted to speak upon this because we haven't uh, done a broadcast for a little bit now. Um, The the men that had were uh, had run out of gas they're over on the East Coast. They're all dressed in fatigues and had rifles, and they're all black men saying that they were um, with the Moors, M-O-O-R-S. You know, I see how, like I said, I kid you not, Dave, I said it, a day before that story broke that they're going to start moving and mobilizing fifth column elements within the country. And the next day that story broke you know, it makes me wonder how many more of these incidents are going on, uh, not, you know, completely untracked, uh, unseen, not being picked up on, uh, um, what else, the other thing as well, this, this money and guns and firearms, right? Is that what it was? Money and firearms mm-hmm. was yeah. miraculously just found its way into Mexico, you know, with the help of, uh, <laughs> I don't Jose, know. I don't Jose, Jose, the...
0: DeBaca, and, um. and also the Chinese. See, DeBaca, a lot of people don't know this, and Sam Arnold was the first one that broke this. DeBaca had these empty warehouses in his northern state of Tamsalupa, I think it's pronounced anyway. Uh, Northern state starts with a T. And he had all these abandoned buildings, and he stored literally hundreds of thousands of immigrants in these abandoned buildings, these warehouses. Some of the warehouses were constructed for this purpose. And they put these immigrants in there, and as soon as Biden took office, that's when the, the the crossing started, and they border the real Grand Valley in Texas. Now that most of the immigrants are gone, they are now bringing in um, Chinese troops to house them there. Now, like I said, it's gonna be a Red Dawn, but it's a limited Red Dawn, it's tactical. The real invasion's gonna come from uh, container ships landing on our western ports, like Long Beach, and coming out of Canada.
1: You know, and I've been keeping a close eye on the ADSB exchange, the military flight tracking program, and uh, there's a lot of electronics aircraft up uh, along the southern borders, armed with the southern border, armed with stingrays and, uh, you know, other electronic gathering information devices. it's, it's interesting to see this because, you know, you can by tracking the flights that you can track that have their transponders on, it kind of gives you an idea of where they're watching and, you know, maybe to an extent, if you just can think outside the box a little bit, maybe what they're exactly looking for or trying to uh, sweep up. But there is action all along, every uh, seaboard to the border, to the northern border there in Canada, with the military on a daily basis. I mean, sometimes uh, 10,500 planes in the air. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot of training and stuff. But the thing is, hey, the military not stupid as well. I mean, you know, I think the military knows that, hey, these people that are in there that are running this, running the show right now, yeah, they have no interest in this country. Well, what good is the the, the United States military if it doesn't have a country to defend? So, I, I I would hope and pray that the people that are in the possessions of power, you know, generals, brigadier general, all the way up to um, <clears throat> lieutenant general, and even, you know, the littler brass air, the uh, lieutenant colonels, and the colonels would have the mind to say, hey, yeah, they see what's going on, they know how it's taking place, but their hands are tied somehow. But, I, I, you know, I don't know, Dave. It is just, it's, it's absolutely something to behold, everything going on right now. And that's just what we've discussed. That's just one aspect of the geopolitical stuff going on and all the other things. Had you seen the video, I'll maybe kind of segue to this here. Have you seen the video of the prison camps, prison cities, I guess you can call them, being built in the United Kingdom? literally behind these huge steel gates yes Mhm. well we know that the camps are here in these in this country for sure we've been reporting on them for way more than enough time for people to have to understand that this is a fact now these people are there in the united kingdom are saying hey man <laughs> why do we need these well you know for them absolutely horrific white people. You know, Dave, they're overthrowing all these countries through uh, invasion. It started and it began uh, frivolently, you know, there in 2010, and it continues now. I mean, you know, when I was seeing this going on over in the Mediterranean, the Sub-Helera, sub sub Africa, uh, the Middle Eastern uh, people, flooding into Europe and Europe at some borders, laying wire, having armed guards and trying to keep their borders uh, short up. I said, you see what's going on over there right now? That's going to happen here in these United States. I said at that time, what is wrong with the European mail? Why is this being allotted to to happen and go about unimpeded? I said, that's going to happen here in this country. It is happening here in this country right now it's been happening for some time but now the gates are wide open you know um the parallels between rome and the united states are absolutely something to behold i mean the enemies are within the gates
0: and, and they've been in our gates for a long time but um let, let's go to let's go to um another area right now and i suppose and I don't know how valuable it is for people to know how these ships got there. But the um, there were the three ships in the Black Sea. And it pro- provoked an incident with Russia. And Putin basically said, get these ships the hell away from Ukraine or else. And uh, Putin directly called the Queen. Uh, the main ship was uh, the HMS Queen Elizabeth. Americans had a destroyer. The Netherlands had a destroyer. And they were well armed, well equipped good communications and they said okay we're gonna back down by order of the Queen and they went to Cyprus and uh, interesting that um, that threat was negated and um, Russia has given permission to India to attack China if it feels it needs to these stories are all connected I'm gonna connect the dots here so just stay with me the um, the Russians told the Indians you can attack China we understand our threat they have put 250,000 troops on their border well, we took these ships out of the Black Sea, and we've now sailed them to where they're off the coast of India in support of the 250,000 troops that are bordering the Chinese. And the um, uh, Indians have joined us with their flat top carriers. We have three flat tap carriers there, as well as the Ronald Reagan. The Australians are sending ships, um, the British have some ships. It's a combined and huge flotilla, and you're not getting any reports on this anywhere inside this country. That's because they're amassing for war now a lot of people think that they're going to be they're going to have to be diverted to uh, Taiwan because that's where China's going to make their first move uh, the thing I would say to that is I think these ships are going to stay put where they're at and and help the Indians if they have to go into China because Japan issued and I'm sure you saw this a military report where they basically said if China threatens Taiwan they're going to war with China
1: Yes, I saw that. In
0: fact, they even said they were specific. We'll take out the Three Gorges Dam. That's 400 million Chinese dead. We will um, blow up their six largest ports. That will destroy their economy. And the Japanese are more than capable of doing this. So I think the forces of the United States are connected to. They're going to stay put where they're at. And Japan is basically the deterrent right now for China from going into Taiwan, or at least they're the first line of defense until we could get there. Uh, I'll spa- you. One... This, uh, let me give you one more thing, okay, because this yeah. really kind of pulls it together, John. As you know, I have um, a really good connection uh, mm-hmm. who's associated with the Space Force, um, and they have gone black, totally black. And uh, I, I was told, well, we're going to go black, I won't be talking to you for a while. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he said, read between the lines, Dave. And I know exactly what it means. It means that they plan on going to war from space and Biden does not control the space force. He can fire the leader, but he doesn't control the direction of the space force. That's right. So know, I, said, I, I bet I had... you, I'm sorry, one more thing. I'd be willing to bet, and I'm going to throw this out there. Cause I know if I say this, I'll hear about it. that The, the submarine fleet is also in a state of um, hyper alert going black um, because it only makes sense if the space force is, so is the submarine force. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: No, you're right. You know, I hadn't heard about uh, the massive fleet to that extent, uh, building up off the coast of India in the Indian Sea. Um, but this, this, I mean, it makes. I don't. I don't doubt any of this. And we got to look at one thing. What is one thing that has started every, almost darn near every single war? It's the sinking of warships. Is it not? all the way from world war one to world war two spanish and uh, spanish american yep that's what, right uh you know i mean this this is a fact <laughs> so um what what i what i also wondered here too i mean with such an armada put together from what you described i mean my god the the amount of steel and personnel in the water over there um, would they not put something that big together because maybe just maybe some of these objects that have been detected flying around uh, military vessels and installations might be a form of hyper technology that was developed by China you know I mean I don't know I'm just th- this, but we do know that this is man the, <laughs> there's going to be a massive war you know and uh, I, I've warned about this many times Dave about People in this country and the selective service in the draft. You know, um, I've asked a lot of people, "What do you think when they're going to st- when they start uh, wanting to draft your daughters?" You know, and the men ain't, You know that, that. You know they got to. You know, obviously the men too. But hmm. <clears throat> no, that anything out of all the stuff going on right now, there is no nothing good that can come of any of it. I don't yeah. believe. Well, it's
0: war footing. Um, I'll give you one other thing and let you react to this. Um, I, I published, and you know, you really got to tread lightly when you're on YouTube, but I, I published um, um broadcast yesterday where I said uh, Biden needs to go cautiously on um, Cuba. Now, he's not going to defend anyone's human rights. He's a Marxist himself. He didn't even call Castro um, a Marxist, the Castro regime. I mean, you know, so he's, he's in bed with them, but... He's in an embarrassing position with the Cuban American community led by uh, Rubio. Senator Rubio is now calling him out. And so he had to respond. And I wrote kind of a sarcastic piece, said, well, he's got to really respond carefully because otherwise Russia will come in and defend them. Well, I was delivering a message and I'll tell you clearly what the message is here. The message is this. Russia will go in and defend Cuba and they'll act like Biden is actually doing something when he's not. And the reason is, is Russia doesn't want China there. Russia does not want to fight America at this time. Russia is going to stay out of it, and they're going to allow India, the U.S., and the rest of the allies to fight against China. And they're going to hold, um, let's put it this way, they're going to insert themselves into Latin America more forcefully to, to lessen the chances of a successful Chinese invasion. The Russians would rather have the U.S. win this war with China than vice versa. Because they know, right. how, they know how evil the Chinese government is. Remember what I said earlier at the beginning of the show. Putin has told India that if you have to attack China, we won't intervene.
1: That's right. You know, and and it's interesting how, like you were saying, Japan. I know from my grandfather, the Japanese were a pretty darn formidable enemy during World War II. Um, so I'm pretty sure Japan can hold their own in that area of the world. Um. Taiwan, Guam, uh, Hawaii, you know, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, this is gearing up to almost be starting as if it were World War II to a point, you know, and to see this for what it really is, like you said, you know, yeah, the Russians during World War II, they didn't do anything until they were attacked, you know, they were part of the Axis for a little bit, but, you know, when Hitler changed his mind, you know, well, my goodness, um, now they were put into a form to defend themselves. And I believe that's what, you know, your, uh, analysis is correct. Putin's going to sit back and say, okay, y'all want to go that, y'all want to go this route. You guys want to do this. You guys can go ahead and do it. But the one thing I do know, Dave, for a fact, and I study military history absolutely all the time, no country no country has ever won a two-front war. We did World War Two. Well, but what I'm saying, though, the Axis powers—you know—I mean, it was a two-front war. But I'm talking, you know, but we had help. I mean, we had help too, right? Right. If Hitler would have left Russia alone, you know, um, things might have been completely and totally different. That's what really exhausted the uh, momentum of the German army. Was the west? It was the Eastern Front? So. China trying to go uh, global amphibious and even going and getting involved down there in Africa, which I've been there for quite some time, so as the United States, you know, and every other country. I don't see China being able to be that effective and successful because it wouldn't only be a, okay, look at the fronts. You'd have the southern border, the northern border. Those are already two fronts. You have the... Uh, the the sea the uh, China Sea incidents that are taking place the Spratleys the Paracel Islands that's another front. Um, you know I don't I just don't know I mean <laughs> you, we could sit here and war game this all day, but it'll it's what the one thing that is a fact is that there will have to be something major happen to ignite that tinder box, that that powder keg. And I mean, like I've said, it's always been a a, a vessel that gets sunk, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin being another one, Vietnam. So I just, man, I just pray that everybody can keep, you know, uh, cool heads and fingers off the buttons, you know, and sweat off the brow. I mean, this is, because when this goes, if this goes and the whole world goes to a war, I mean, the world is at war right now, make no mistake about it. But when the world goes to war, like all-out war, my God, everything's off the tables. Do you think that the Geneva Convention is going to uh, hold up to any of the rules of war in the Third World War? Absolutely not. And we see this taking place in Syria. Remember all the chlorine gas attacks and Obama's red line in the sand and his conscripted army of ISIS. You know? Hmm. No, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. I was, you were on a roll there, and
0: I was letting you go. And but I, but I think that um, we've identified the different theaters of war. Um, if I were China, China needs resources. If yes. I were China, but no one ever accused him of being good diplomats. But if, I'm serious. If I were Xi Jinping, I would sit down with Putin first, and get Russia on board with carving up Africa
1: seriously well it's there for the t- it's there for the taking i mean the united nations have been in there uh, getting whatever they want to get for quite some time now you know um, look at the genocide that's been uh, committed upon people in that country through testing of uh, medical uh the medical industries you know i mean it's it's it's, it's a big gem and i am mean, like i said every country is involved down there right now there's a lot of spec ops uh that's take that you know that are operating there in the hill areas of Africa. You know, I mean I don't have any insider sources. Look, I read the news. I keep my ear to the track, you know, to see what's coming. Um and then I come to my own conclusion of my own conjecture of what I see happening. Uh but yes, I mean if China wanted all the resources they could ever need, they'd just go uh completely steamroll Africa. Um <clears throat> But who's to say that that's not already happening to a great extent? But to what extent, I don't know. You know, I mean, look at the warlords that are over there and the diamonds and the blood money, all this. And the weapons uh, trades and the the, uh, black markets. You know, I mean, I would assume that the United States, China and every other country is involved in all of them things of which I just mentioned. You know, uh, maybe World War Three will be for the sole uh, collection of Africa, but maybe the United States kind of stands in the way. And China has to do something about us as well. I mean, I'd say that the use of nuclear weapons is definitely not off the table. You know, I refer to uh, Dmitry Dudeman and his pro- prophecies or his visions that were given to him. You know, of, uh, countries being nu- of uh, cities being nuked here in this country. I mean, I, I don't want to see this. My God, no, no, man. Nobody wants to see this. Um, but there are absolute, insane, subhuman psychopaths that do. And they need to be sequestered and corralled and quelled. Um, you know, before everything goes completely off of its rocker. I mean... Like we were saying, look at South Africa. Look at the people over there. You know, and you mentioned something, Dave. You know, you were saying about the burning down of warehouses where um, illegals or you know the invaders were being housed while they were burnt down. Well, have you seen what's taking place over there in South Africa? I mean, they're they're burning down entire warehouses, not only the camps of where these people have literally invaded and come in. So, I okay, guess what? You know, this is where I'm going to live now with uh, 30 of my closest compadres over here in this tent city. The locals are like, hell no, we're not having this. But in the process, they're starting a proxy. But where I'm getting at is I'm seeing factories in huge buildings being burnt down over there in South Africa. And I almost ask myself, from what you just said a few minutes ago there, if them facilities aren't being used to have the invaders as well. So the locals are burning them down. I don't know, just, you know. Trying to strategize and game all of this out is really something. Are you there, Dave? Well, I'm
0: taking all this in that you're saying, and I think it comes down to one thing. Who's going to fire the first shot? How's that for a response to what you just said?
1: Well, you know, uh, India and China... Um, we've seen the border clashes that have taken place there, and they had you know spike clubs and ball bats and chains and God only knows whatever else they could wield. Um, we have you know that flashpoint area. Yet the South China Sh- Sh- South China Sea. Now if you're saying with the Indian Ocean with all the vessels that are there, I mean I you know Taiwan too. Well, I mean look Taiwan. What is it over the past uh, couple of months? they've been doing huge incursion drills by their air by Chinese the yes. vla's air force True. you know 25 35 uh, migs you know whatever the case may be coming in and doing a, a basically a practice attack run on taiwan so i think yeah it's, you know it's hard telling it just depends on who's got the itch of your trigger finger i would assume um you know but the way i've seen what's taken place with russia you know look how many aircraft russia's had shot down over the past 10 years and um p- uh, pilots captured pilots killed um and they still renege to act because they know that they are trying to be forced into a war now the chinese i don't know i mean if you shot down five chinese warplanes, i'm pretty sure the damn chinese would attack um that's what they want they want to be attacked so therefore they have to react you know um but see it's it's such a cold stalemate because they know both sides know that once that line is crossed you can't come back from across that line and what will unfold from that point is absolute carnage, chaos, and and destruction unlike uh, our species humanity has ever seen. You know, I mean, you mentioned the Three Gorges Dam. My God, could you imagine if that was blown up? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I hear you. It's it's, uh, pretty remarkable what's happening here. Um, But I I don't know. Let's do a straw poll, a two-person straw poll, you and me. Where do you think the first shots are fired? What's going to set this off?
1: I say Taiwan or Guam. That's what yeah, I we say. didn't
0: even mention that. You know, you're right. If you're going to do a true Pearl Harbor, Diego Garcia and Guam are prime territory. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I wrote an article, and... expect multiple Pearl Harbors from China when they're ready to start
1: a war. Right, and did you see... Uh, it was it was there in Guam. They have a like a Patriot missile defense battery set up, and uh, drones had literally come in and incurred, literally flying around the missiles. There, you know, I uh, covered that on my broadcast there about maybe four and a half months ago, uh-huh. five months ago, somewhere around there. But these incidents are taking place. Uh, There was a drone incursion down there in, uh, what was it? Uh, It was by an airbase down there in your neck of the woods. A drone incursion come in, and they said, you know, was it a Border Patrol helicopter? And then another police helicopter tried to keep up with this thing. And it was doing things that a normal drone just shouldn't have been able to have done. Lewis McCord Base, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not I, I, that might not be right, but you know one of them air bases down there. This drone got within, you know, well within range of the base's fuel tanks for their storage of jet fuel. Yeah, I think um, we're talking. About, you're talking about Davis-Monthan. That, I, yeah, Davis-Monthan. I'm pretty sure. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's a, a base in, in the Tucson area. Yeah, and it's it's well equipped. It's it's formidable. It can pack quite the punch, so I, I I think you're right on the money with what you're what you're saying here. Um, I I it's interesting how you qualified your answer. You said Taiwan, but you know, and the, the but the but was real obvious. But I think I I think your qualification is not without merit. I do think that what we're going to look at here is is um, uh, probably multiple front attack. And I would go for Diego Garcia and Guam, and Guam, i also you know, st- start in the South China Sea.
1: Guam is one of the uh, main bases for the subs, you know, uh, right. in the uh, West Pacific. Um, Guam, if that if Guam fell to China... That would completely and utterly decapitate us over there in that area of the world for resupply. I mean, it'd be the same thing as, like, the island hopping campaigns of World War II. Uh, you know, I, my God, I don't want to see any of this, but it's being set up to happen, you know, even to the dredging of islands. Have you ever gotten on Google Earth and looked at uh, the islands that they've dredged up over there and militarized Chinese? No, I haven't done that. Sometime I'll have to sit down and I'll have to show you that it's really something to behold. I mean, they are dug in like ticks, where they're at right there. Um, You know, uh, the Philippines too. Um, (sighs) I mean, look how DeTorte runs his country. Yeah, well, Uh, he 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 tried to, you know, he
0: he wanted to buddy up to Trump, and I remember he said, well, I want to be friends with the United States, uh, but Trump is not in control of his own country. So he thought he would turn to China. Well, he found out how well that didn't work. Right. So uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that. That's uh, it's absolutely it's insane what's going on. It, it truly is. It's, it it uh, really is. Uh, I mean, you got people changing sides, and you know, Duterte's trying allies like they their. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to express it. I I, I think the thing to say.
1: Trying them on like a new pair of pants. Going. Exactly, yeah,
0: like 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 women try on shoes. Sorry, girls, but you know I have, a, I have a wife and we take her shoe shopping. It's not going to be a five minute deal. So, <laughs> so yeah, you're you're absolutely correct on that. It's it's fascinating to me uh, how the Chinese can open so many fronts, but they got to do major. Um, I I think as I as I think this through, my friend, I I think you're absolutely right. I I think what we're looking at here, John, is. We're going to see attacks on multiple fronts, but the two big ones are going to start with. They're going to take out our ability to, to launch lethal attacks from Diego Garcia, but they got to take out Guam because it's the coordination center. I think right. they've got to attack Japan simultaneously; otherwise, they're going to get hit. And um, Diego
1: Garcia, uh, yeah. one other place is um, Pine Gap.
0: Yes, Pine in Gap is
1: another major installation that the Chinese would have to take out.
0: Boy, yeah, what a mess.
1: What a complete
0: mm-hmm. and utter mess!
1: All well, the wrong is. people are in power, Dave.
0: But well, yeah. I mean, if Trump were in power right now, do you think this would be going on?
1: Absolutely not. You know, um, they wanted their war with Russia a long time ago, and I believe Hillary Clinton was to, was supposed to be the uh, you know um, the run up to that, or the absolute fall into it. Uh, if that'd be the better way to put it, too. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's that's. What, I, I like
0: how you put that. That's absolutely true. Um, let's talk about your show a little bit, because um, this yeah. is going to be an ongoing discussion. Uh, t- tell us about your show, how people can listen, what you cover, and so forth.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I do a broadcast every Saturday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, called The Unequivocal Truth of DEFCON 1 on revolution.radiofreedomslips.com. And, I mean, I, you know, I talk about a lot of geopolitical a lot of uh, stateside incidents that take place that show the degradation of society and the collapse of our civilization and i just want people to be aware of what's taking place it's important um this is very important you know there those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear and the ears to hear will play an imperative role in the furthering of humanity because um first to understand what we're up against we have to be able to understand it and see it yeah that's true oh you know, and that's what i try to do i just i want to inform the masses dave and i've got that platform that i'm on been there for eight years and you know hey look the unequivocal truth isn't that what everybody wants yeah that's true well you have um you've
0: been on mainstay there that's true that's good stability that's uh that's good longevity it, it truly is um, and it's a good show. I've been on the show, folks, and you need to really listen to it. Um, John covers things in a slightly different way than I do, but we end up at the same place. And uh, that's how you know you're getting good information. Like when I talk to Paul Preston, he'll say, Dave, it's one, two, and three, and this is what it is. And I'll say, Paul, I know it's four, five, and six, and this is what it is, and our what it is usually agrees. Mm-hmm. And uh, that this is what John brings to the table, too. He gives you a different perspective than I do or a Lisa Haven does, uh, but we end up in the same place, It's that's how you know you're getting accurate stuff. John, we're flat out of time. We're up against a hard break.
1: But thanks for thanks joining for us.
0: Uh, we're going to do a part two on the Internet of Things. Thanks, John.
1: Thank you.